Welcome everybody to Natural Moments Christian Podcast, a Christian podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host, Shane. Eric, how come you couldn't even look at me when I was doing that intro? Because it was so embarrassing. <laughs> that, see, now, in podcast land... It was so embarrassing. You, can't, you couldn't see me, but I was waving my hands. Hey, oh. I couldn't see it either. <laughs> I know, I was trying to get your attention. You were, <laughs> I, I put my hand up to look away. You to look at me. Yep. But uh, yeah, well, welcome, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, catchphrase. Oh, um, catchphrase. When, when there's no gravity, just jump back to reality. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That Eminem song. That, yeah. <laughs> oh, go gravity. Okay. Oh, the go. Uh, let me cross that one out. Yeah, I thought it was one, an original that one. Didn't work okay. either. So. Anyways, uh, hey, welcome to another fine edition of Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. We are close to ninety episodes at this point. Really? Can you believe that? 90? So you know what's after ninety? Ninety-one. And then what's after that? 92. Then add two. <laughs> 94. Minus one. 93. Plus six. Uh, 99. And then after that. 100. We're up close wow. to the 100. Oh, God, that was so much pressure. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it through that. We are close to our... I rely one- on my calculator way too much. <laughs> Can you believe we've almost done 100 episodes of this podcast? Uh, no. No, I, I can't believe that we haven't run out of things to talk about. Oh, we have. Yeah, we, yeah, we probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, yes, just yesterday, I went back and listened to a couple episodes just to see, like, and I would listen to some, and literally, I don't remember it at all. Really? Like, I can't believe we we listened yeah. to that. But yeah, we have a a lot of fun stuff planned for episode mm-hmm. one hundred, so that will be coming up. And like, what is that? Like two months, three months from now? Something like that. So yeah. be ready for that. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit that subscribe button. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I know the person that's listening now. It's like, huh, I'm gonna check this out before I subscribe. No. Yeah. You. Miss, ma'am, person, <laughs> subscribe. Why does it have to be a woman? Man. Man. Subscribe right now. Uh-huh. We'll wait. All right. Perfect. Thank you for subscribing. You will yeah. not regret that decision. Yeah. Hey, Eric, I want to ask you a question. Just ask you. You don't have to preface a question. Just ask the question. Just say, hey, Eric, here's the question. Come say, hey, hey, I have a question to ask. Can I ask it? This is not school. Oh, Be a man. Whoa. Ask the question. Wow. All right, Eric, I have a question. Oh, my God. Um, just ask it. If you were on a reality TV show, uh-huh. what sort of person would you be on that reality TV show? Because we all know that you would not be authentic. The villain. The vi- <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the one that everyone was against. No, I don't know. Like, I mean... This this podcast is obviously not a reality TV show by obviously. any means. We can edit all we want, but you do find yourself like playing into like a character almost at times. Or, I don't. or hence, yes, you do. You I'm act a lot cla- more clownish than you normally I'm are. Completely authentic. That is not true. Everything that's ever come out on this podcast. You, first off, you shouldn't be <laughs> that authentic. So that's not even true. And at times, like and we've talked about this before, where I will act like I care about people less than i really do because i actually do like people but i pretend like mm-hmm. i don't like people as much i try to be a little because i'm trying to do a different dynamic than you which is the goody two-shoe nerdy wow. whatever is that is that how i come across <laughs> that's how i hear it <laughs> is, that, that, is that is that how listeners let it let me know is that how you view me as the the never break any rules goody two-shoe <laughs> that's who you are christian isn't that who you are in real life i, mean, I get yeah you know what <laughs> that's that is pretty you accurate you break I don't, many rules i don't like getting in trouble <laughs> <laughs> you never rebelled i but see here's the thing though you know how i justify that is that i feel like that is true like for if you take most people our age i'm 30 gonna be 31 in a few weeks yeah um if you take most people our age I am the goody two-shoe, but... And the tattletale. You still tattle. <laughs> oh, I'll tattle in a second. <laughs> but but if you take the pastor view, 
I'm like the, I'm like the one of the rebel pastors. Listen to what you just said. <laughs> you are the rebel pastor. Oh yeah, I'm the bad boy pastor. <laughs> See that like the I imagine most people that are, because think of the competition. <laughs> yeah, <they're> not, <laughs> there's not a lot of like really cool pastors. I mean, there are. I mean, it's, it's actually, they're, that's they're, a trend that's that's getting more that we started. The, the like mega <laughs> that we started the mega church pastors are you know they're all like you well, got your you got your you got your Stephen Furtick's you got your Perry Nobles you got your Mark uh, Driscoll Craig Rochelle no your Craig Rochelle they're all cool what you about know what I mean? what's the Hillsong pastor he's a re- Brian um, Houston no no that's a, that's the um that's a that's his son uh, Brian Houston what's his name I don't know he's super Something he's Houston. super like pastor cool, Houston cool looking um, um uh, a Judah Smith Judah Smith he's he's Justin Bieber's pastor but if but we're not talking about those guys they are the exception. You take the the casual pastor out there in the world, then then I'm the cool one. You know, you know, no, you're not. I'm the cool guy. I'm the cool pastor. You know why? I got some I, tattoos. I think, I think that is that's not original at this point. You have Christian tattoos. Oh, edgy. Anyways, wow. <laughs> um, I think that most people that fall into the pastor role. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to stereotype a lot. Oh, no. But I'm stereotyping art myself, so yeah. whatever. Um, most people that fall into that role are uh, a little more book smart. <laughs> because they have, like, if you're interested. Are you calling in, me stupid? Yeah, <laughs> you're, they're interested in theology. They're interested in I'm that not. kind of. Sh- shut up. They're interested wow. in that kind of stuff. And so a lot of times they aren't as. Um, what should, how should I say this? <laughs> athletic maybe sometimes or athletic? whatever yeah like so i know a lot of pastors that they like sports but they're not good at sports but because they spent yeah. most of because what they spend the majority of their time doing is like learning mm-hmm. where like when we were in high school we spent a good amount of our time i didn't learn nothing <laughs> doing <laughs> doing sports so like so that's why i think you think you come across as the wow. edgy pastor because wow because you look at those other pastors that are a lot smarter than you and that could l- run laps around you theologically so i'm like i got to make up for it somehow so i think that you're like yeah though no, let's you just decided i'm going to fit into that mold because i'm already there that's what i think you did wow <laughs> these are some thoughts coming from you that i think I've never I think, heard i think that's a pretty good Evaluated, I just did. Wow, if evaluated. You, I value evaluating. I think that's a uh, good evaluating that I did. You never self-evaluated yourself. See, that's the problem. It's oh. a problem that you have. See, I understand who I am. <laughs> okay, okay. How do you view yourself? <laughs> I understand myself. People look at me and go, "Man, he's the cool pastor, but he knows a lot too. <laughs> he's got the whole package. <laughs> How does he do it? Uh, where no, that's where not. you're just like, I'm just gonna ride on the fact that I'm the cool one that, that. and just pray you don't ask me any theological questions." <laughs> <laughs> That's not accurate whatsoever. <laughs> That's for sure. So remember, we were talking about playing up our character. How characters? many books do you read? Um, I read maybe a chapter a week. I'm just kidding. No, I, I will say for sure, you and me do not read no. as many books as the as the average pastor. Definitely does. not. Definitely, Definitely not. not. Because I don't. Uh, reading is something you don't that read good. I, I don't read so good. <laughs> no, reading is something that it takes work for me. It's not something where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home and read. Like yeah. I, I there are so many other things that I would rather do, but I understand the importance of it. So I try to make it a priority in my life to read. But for sure, I do not read nearly as much as, as most pastors. As most pastors. So because of that, but you, you know what I do? What I listen to podcasts. I know. Well, I, I listen to a lot of Audible, and I listen to I listen to things while I'm driving. So it's not. It's so there are other ways to get knowledge than just sitting down and reading a book. 
can I uh, give you and all the listeners a great app that is not av- that they do not sponsor us, but sure. it, it has changed my life. Uh-huh. So I do I use Audible. That's how I read most of my books at this point. Mm-hmm. Is if I have it on Audible, then it's done in a week. I'm finished that book, and yeah. a lot of times I listen to it twice in order to get all the information. Um, but Audible is expensive. It costs twenty five bucks a month, or you have to pay per book. Well, there's an app you can get called Hoopla. H o o p l a. Hoopla. If you have a library card, you get all these Audible books for free. Really? You get them all for free. You just rent them from the library, basically. Wow. And after the month, it goes back into virtual library, and you just rent it again. And it picks up where you left off if you didn't finish it. Wow, that's Hoopla. H-O-O-P-L-A. A A shout out to Caroline Quash, who was on our podcast a long time ago. Yeah. She's also a podcaster. She's one who told us. Being careful a little. She's the one that told me about this, and now, ever since then, I never buy any books on audible so if you buy wow. books on audible you're a sucker get hoopla <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you don't say tricks. we've never done anything for you because we have i just helped i saved you guys 25 bucks yeah. a month yeah so but the reason why we're talking about reality tv you shows, never said your character what you thought you would be oh i would totally be the 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 goody two <laughs> this is yeah. okay oh, so yeah. what i, I would absolutely be yeah i would be that you know whenever like uh real world or or they would always have like the christian guy on there the christian girl on there yeah and everyone picked was, on them and yeah like that's them. that's who i would be yeah that's you in life i'm, I'm sure and <laughs> what in life <laughs> but that's probably i could because honestly i do have uh, pretty strong convictions for certain things yeah. that I don't like to compromise uh-huh. and and I don't compromise them. Yeah. And so when I do find myself in a situation where I feel like I'm being pressured into compromising them, then then I get mad. I would be way too worried about like messing up. About sinning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's seen it. Especially if I was if like if if someone asked me if I wanted to be on a reality show, I would love to think about it. Because yeah. I, I would be so terrified that like I would do something or I would like get mad at someone because they push you yeah. and like I like cuss them out or something. It's on TV forever. Like, Look at this pastor. I'm yeah. like, oh no. And then yeah. I get fired from my job and then uh-huh. I go homeless. And my par- my wife leaves me and then who knows what's happening. <laughs> and your kids disown you in that order. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that I've I've thought that like man, if if I sh- say I'm this real like if I say I'm this Christian, I need to like show it. And mm-hmm. I I feel that way in life now, but the the stakes. Aren't nearly as high if yeah. I mess up in life because not the whole world's seeing it. Yeah. Where yeah. if I mess up there, it's like oh, even worse. But yeah, maybe yeah. I sh- maybe pressure. we should look at especially as pastors. There's even more stakes because even the Bible says we're held to a higher standard. Yeah. So, but even beyond that too, I mean, that's that's the more important thing. But beyond that, our jobs would be on the line. Yeah. So that's something that I would be terrified of. I'd like to do like a a competition one, like mm-hmm. a like a survivor or something like that, where yeah. it's more about like. It's not about your everyday living, but yeah. it's about a... Now, with Survivor, people would hate me, and I don't care, because I want to win. Like, And it wouldn't be me sinning. It'd be me winning. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I would do whatever it takes in order to get people, other people voted out. So you can't sin as long as it's a game? Is that what you're saying? No, it wouldn't be... I wouldn't be afraid in Survivor of like doing something, and like people like, oh, that guy, he he's not showing <laughs> Pastor very well. I, I would do whatever it takes to win the game. Again, so I'm asking you the question. Uh-huh. I, I thought I answered it pretty clearly. No, no, you did not <laughs> answer. You danced around it. Uh-huh. As long as it's a game, then it doesn't matter how you treat people. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes or no? I want a yes or no. Listen to me. <laughs> you ever play the game Mafia? Yes. Do you That game, the goal of that game, for those who don't know it, very quickly is... To uh, if you're mafia, your goal is to lie and kill everybody in the town, mm-hmm. like hypothetically. Okay, um, if you're 
if you're not mafia and you're in the town, you're trying to vote the mafia out. It's a game of lying. That's what yep. it is. So if you're playing mafia, yeah. do you are you Mister Honest Abe over there? No, I lie. Wait, t-shirt? You lie. Okay, I lie. but I, I didn't. It's ask, a game. It's yeah. a game. Wait, yeah. but you hold on, hold on. You're lying. Mm-hmm. Is lying a sin? Yes. Okay, and in mafia, you what did you do? I lied. You lied. So. You're sinning when uh-huh. you play mafia. Then I guess. But here's the thing, though. Here's huh? here's the huh? difference, and we got to get to yes our or no. Yes we or no. <laughs> here's the difference, because in mafia, uh huh, everybody knows that that is the rule. You don't think in Survivor, everyone knows that you're trying to do whatever it takes to win? Yes. I'm not about yes. making friends. I'm about winning. Uh, yeah, obviously, do whatever it takes to win. But you could still treat people really poorly. I'm not saying I I would do what it takes to win. Is what I'm saying. I would do. <laughs> If I had to and vote, probably sin in the process. No, because okay, let me. If I have an alliance with somebody, uh-huh. and then I realize, wait, if I break this alliance uh-huh. and vote this other person out, it's a better chance of me winning. Yeah, shouldn't I do that if uh-huh. I'm playing Survivor? Wouldn't you do that? A million dollars is up for. It's right, a competition. Right. They know you're in for competition. I'm right. not in there to make friends. Uh-huh. So I would be nice when I need to be, <laughs> but I'm trying to win. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, now that we all see your true character. I'm not going to destroy my morals in order to win, okay? But that's what I asked. I'm not going to sin, but I will not necessarily... I will love you, but I will make sure you don't win. Does that make sense? Okay. All right. Is that fair? Yeah. You wouldn't do but that? The question, was, the question was, is sinning out the window in a game? I would never. Okay, if in mafia, yes or no? Give me a yes or no. Is sinning out the window where, as long as it's a game? No, of course not. I'm not gonna. It's just a game. It's just, it's just a game. So, so you can or you cannot sin in a game. Like what I? No, no, no. I'm just saying. It, it, are, is it? Is if it's a game? Is it like hey, it's just a game? So sinning no longer applies. Like what? Here. Like what? Give an example. Being extremely mean to somebody. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be extremely mean to somebody. But no, that's I'm going not what to. I'm, asking. I'm not asking what you would do. I'm asking. What I'm asking is: like, Is it a sin if it's in a game setting? If you if you treat somebody poorly, not you, just in general. Okay, so if I'm playing Monopoly uh-huh. and I treat you like like crap while we're yeah. playing, is that a sin? I don't think so. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. I really don't. It I mean, it depends. Totally a well, sin. here's the thing. It depends on who I'm with. Like, if no, I treat you... Not, why can't... It's, <laughs> no, because there's... Obviously, if I treat you poorly and, like, make fun of you and are mean to you and mean to you during the game, you know it's just me being in the game. But if there's a stranger there mm-hmm. and I'm not a good sport in uh-huh. a game of, of whatever, then, yeah, it's me sinning. So, okay. you, you... See, here's typical Shane. You want black and white, yes or no. Nothing's black and white. Okay, if I'm playing Monopoly or Catan, if I'm playing Sodas Catan with you and Topper, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm not going to, and it's not sinning. Even if I'm mean to Topper or I'm mean to you, it's not me sinning because we are friends. We know that it's just a game. But if there's a random listener that I don't know that's there and I'm Uh, mean to that person, then uh, I think that's me uh, sinning. Okay. But that's the guardrails I set in my own life. (laughs) So the reason why we need to get to our interview, the reason why we're talking about reality TV shows and all these sort of things is uh, because our guest today is a person by the name of Jessica Mack. And Jessica and I, 
went to uh, college at Southern Nazarene University for a whole for a whole semester. semester. <laughs> Jessica graduated from there. I was only there for one semester, but but we became friends when we were out there. And um, uh, she she was on or she is on a reality TV show called Music City. But she is also a, a, a musician who is living down in Nashville, and the show is about that as well. And um, and she's she's an awesome person, an awesome friend who uh, was willing to come on and talk about her experiences of being on reality TV show and what that it's like what channel is the is yep, it's on country music channel so CMT. it's not like just some random channel no this is this is it's a nationwide just, yeah. this is uh a really big time show and it's it was created by it was made by the creators of the hills and laguna beach if you watch those shows back in the day on on mtv so it's really well done and and all those sort of things the season the first season has ended um and so uh but you can still catch it on demand and on CMT's uh, website, all those sort of things. And Jessica talks about that a little bit. But let's get to our interview with Jessica Mack. From my driveway, it's 400 miles on the highway To across the border to your stay And taste those lips that are laced with candy The way that you undo me There's nothing like the feeling When I call you to say I'm on my way, but I'm already at your door so I'll drive, uh-oh, uh-oh, through the night, uh-oh, till I see the light in your window. I grew up always singing, always wanting to entertain. Mm-hmm. And when I got to college, you know, you grow up and people are like, you probably need to just prepare for like a real job in case mm-hmm. the dream doesn't work out. And I actually did start as a music major at SMU. I didn't know that. Did you not? No, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> realize that. What, what major were you? Youth ministry. Nice. Yeah. What, do you have any any memories of Shane that's embarrassing that we could you could maybe share? I, um, I, I, I was you're only there, there for a semester. A semester, so it really wasn't very. Then long. you got so homesick and you had to come crying <laughs> yeah. back home. So, so how did you get involved then when it came to the how your your kind of musical break? And I know that you are still you know you're still pursuing and you're still growing and figuring out the whole music scene. But how did you get to the place where you decided to pursue a professional career? Sure. So it's actually a pretty cool story. I was a music major my first year of college, but like I was falling asleep in music theory. So I thought, uh, I'll be a human relations major. I'll be a counselor. I love people. I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. So I graduate with that. I start a real job, like a, a big girl job at this corporate company, Chesapeake. Y'all mm-hmm. are probably familiar yep. with in Oklahoma City. And come to find out, I didn't know this at the time like that I, I joined the company, but they had a corporate band. And I remember asking, like, what is that music that I'm hearing in the basement of the Human Resources building? And they were like, oh, that's Shell Play. That's the corporate band. They're practicing right now. And I was like, what? And I literally, like, prayed in that moment. I was like, Lord, I think it'd be really cool to be a part of the band. And so six months later, I get... You good? (laughs) (laughs) This is Andrea. Hey, hey what's up? <laughs> oh, what are you eating? 
Oh, just some lunch. They <laughs> 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 got Sweet. some Greek food. Um, anyway, sorry. It's okay. So, all that to say, I got to be a part of the band. Six months later, they had a company wide audition because the lead singer was leaving. And after I had that experience and got to perform on stage mm-hmm. at multiple events for the company, I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I quit and I moved to Arkansas for an opportunity there. After a year there, it fell through, and I knew like Nashville was calling my name. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how competitive is Nashville? Because that's where like everyone goes, right? To to try to try to make it in the music industry. How competitive is that? <sighs> so it's very saturated, like mm-hmm. you said. Everyone comes to Nashville because it's known to be the music. City. The place you go, yeah. Right, but I will say I think one of the best things about Nashville is that. Everyone wants to help everyone. It has a very like, friendly culture. Mm-hmm. And because we are all, you know, aiming for the same goal, we kind of want to be on each other's team because you never know when you're going to cross paths or if you ever want to collaborate. It's just, I think people have realized it's better to make friends than enemies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help each other. You get further yeah. with help one another out instead of like cutting each other down. Yeah, that's awesome. And so yeah. being in Nashville then, um, did you move there before you had the opportunity to be on this show? Well, back in 2013, right? You said that you moved there. So how did that come about then being on this show, Music City, and uh, on, on Country Music Channel, right? Yes. How, how did, did you audition for it, or what, how, how was that process? Right. Now, I had no idea if Nashville would ever be a part of a reality show. That's mm-hmm. probably the furthest thing from my imagination. <laughs> Um, just because I'm very low drama, I'm not somebody that, you know, Yeah. I don't think a lot of people would see me on a reality show, mm-hmm. but my friend had texted me one day and just told me that this casting crew from LA, they were in town and they were casting for a reality show that they wanted to focus in on people in the music industry mm-hmm. and show their journey as well as like their love life. And, and it was going to be surrounded by a group of like, or based on a group of friends and two of the people that were already casted, I actually knew. And so it kind of just made me a more, I guess, viable candidate. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I went in thinking, like, there's no way I'm going to, they're going to be interested. But after, like, an hour of talking to them, they had me sing a song and just tell my story. Nice. They, they were interested. Wow. So yeah. being being on a reality TV show... I would imagine it's stressful. Like I would imagine that there's, uh, for for me, I would be like, oh man, I hope I don't make a fool of myself. Like with all these cameras around. Yeah. So how how real can you be? Just personally, like it, it. I don't know if you feel comfortable or if you get used to it. But what is it like having cameras around all the time and trying to live life? Sure. So I had those same anxieties and fears I was thinking what in the world have I like Mm -hmm. signed up for you know am I gonna get hated hated on by America or they gonna you know you just never know what the production crew and editing is gonna do yeah um I knew I could control like what I said and my actions but Mm -hmm. editing they can be crazy things yeah so I did go into it a little bit nervous but a lot of prayer had gone you know I had prayed a lot about it. I had people praying for me. And I just felt like this was an opportunity that the Lord had given me for mm-hmm. a reason. Mm-hmm. And ultimately to try to be a light on the show. 
And so I tried to go in with that attitude and that mindset whenever I was on camera and just reminding myself, look, there's a reason for this. Like, just be yourself. Let the Lord work through you and it'll all be gravy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did you like the way that you were portrayed after the, the show came out? Does, did you like the way that you came across or do you feel like at times maybe you didn't? I did. I, I feel like they, they let us stay true to who we were, mm-hmm. um, even through editing and whatnot. Some things, you know, I think uh, are emphasized. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Jackson and I, I think our relationship, like it, you see it from point A to, you know, basically we we don't end up together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. See that in the final episode. Um I feel like, yeah, they, they definitely dramatize and emphasize, but that's what you do for TV yeah. to keep people's interest. And so, yeah, I won't say everything was just like as I expected, but as far as my character and my beliefs and how people even said that I was portrayed, they were like, you're very you and felt like, you know, you you stood up for what you believed in. And so yeah. I, was, I was pleased with that. Good. So reality shows are not really always known for having great character you know what i mean like the people on shows on most reality tv shows are like we want the most drama possible and like you said you've never been a person who got involved in in a whole lot of drama but then beyond that having the faith that you have and 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 believing in in jesus christ and wanting to maintain that that doesn't always seem like okay that's the sort of person that will be on the show unless they want to put it with people who are so completely opposite to create you know friction so what is it like being uh being a christian on a reality tv show did did you did you ever feel pressured into doing different things or not being yourself or compromising who you are it um so there are definitely times I felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. just talking, whether it be the subject matter that, you know, the girls and I would be talking about. Um, I think there's certain things that girls can talk about in private and like, yeah. that's okay. You're having girl talk, but to know it's going out in America, it's another yeah. thing. And so I think there were times when I, you know, felt like more reserved whenever maybe they wanted to be a little more open. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could get uncomfortable or they, you know, they'd maybe want me to react a certain way to a comment and I wouldn't be comfortable with it because I was like, well, that's not really how I would react. And, um, you just, you know, it's their job to try to like bring out real emotion in you. And Mm -hmm. I think they know most of us are trying to protect ourselves. And so sometimes I think they thought I maybe wasn't like fully expressing myself when I, when I really was. And so this, it's a really weird thing, reality TV, because they're trying to get what's real and you're trying to be real, but there's also this like, you know, they're, they're looking for drama and so you're, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. To me, it's like you want to be real and authentic, but at the same time, you don't want to be so open as in the same way you would with your best friend Mm -hmm. for everyone to see. There's things that I talk with my friends about that I don't want my church to know about not because I'm ashamed of it just because that's that's the relationship we have it's private so it's it's good to have those barriers and when you're on a reality show 
those barriers kind of fade away at times, I imagine. So it's hard to balance. I would, I can only imagine it, it'd be so hard to balance, uh, being yourself, but also not being so out of control that you are shown a way that you don't want to be shown or say stuff that you don't really want the whole world to know you're okay with some people knowing you don't right. want the whole world to know it. So I can only imagine that's hard for that, those lines. It is, it, it is. And it takes a lot of, um, prayer and just asking for advice and reading the Bible just to know like, okay, I, like you said, you want to be authentic. You want people to see the real you, but you also have to have those safe places that you can like talk about, I don't know, things that I don't think the whole world needs to know, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even when like a friend pulls out their phone and is posting a Snapchat video, I'm like aware. <laughs> you know what I mean, I could only imagine if, <laughs> if, if it was a camera that was broadcasting nationwide. I would be like, wait, hold on. I need to think about everything that I'm going to say in this situation. So it's got to be a stressful sort of a thing. But, you know, one of the questions that, that I've always thought of when it comes to reality TV shows is how accurate is it? And from, from what you're saying, it seems like it is pretty accurate, at least in your situation and in your case. Right. It is. They, yeah. um, they, so they have to know kind of what's happening in your life to be able to schedule where the cameras are going to be and clear locations and mm -hmm. I learned so much about the production side of things because they have to set up all these things in order to make a TV show but for the most part yeah you you tell them what's going on in your life and then they have to set up the scene for you to play it out on camera gotcha gotcha so how free are you to go just get coffee or, or anything because they have to film it. They have to kind of follow you. Are you, Do you have to like let the producers know that you want to go do something or do they kind of limit you what you're allowed to do? No, you, I mean, we all have, we're pretty free in, in what we want to do and who we, wanna, who we want to hang out with. It's just, so the storylines that they're focusing on in each of our lives, if something's changing or going on in that storyline, they want to know about it so mm -hmm. that they can be invited into it. Gotcha. So everything outside of that, it's like, I mean, they can't, they can't take it all because mm -hmm. they would just have way too much. Yeah. Material. Right. And so, this, this show was created by the same people who made the Hills, correct? Yes. And the, yeah. And the Hills was not a real show, right? It was. It was. It was I thought, I didn't was. know. I thought it was staged. It wasn't staged. So again, like, I think it, it, I haven't heard too much about the, okay. the hill. I've heard a little bit more about Laguna Beach and yeah. some stuff was real, some stuff was fake. And I think it comes back to the reenactment is tough because it's like, okay, this stuff really is going on, but we are kind of having to replay it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, that can be tricky for right. people to think, well, that's not real. I mean, that happened, you know. Yeah. Before. Yeah. It's real time. So. Yeah. I don't know. That I think makes sense. It's tough to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of right. So a judgment call. yeah, but the the cool part about uh, about Music City is it's about 
yourself and everybody else there pursuing their dream, right? It's about right. it's about you pursuing your your music career and um and the whole experience with that. And as you already talked about a little bit earlier, you know, pursuing music is a difficult thing and and there's so much competition. And so how has this show affected your musical career because now you've been given, you know, a lot of opportunities a and and a platform and all right. those sort of things. So so what's been going on with your musical career because of the show or or not necessarily because of it, but after the show? Yeah, no, I definitely feel like the show's done nothing but help it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had more followers and more listeners. You know, people reach out and tell me if they've seen the show, you know, how I've impacted them or how my music's impacted them, which has been, like, so humbling because that's what every artist wants is yeah. just know that they're actually connecting with an audience. Mm-hmm. And so it's opened some doors as far as, like, performance opportunities and some writing opportunities um that's kind of the whole goal of being an artist is you just want to keep growing and keep connecting and getting your stuff out there yeah yeah so absolutely that's great helped. yeah so you 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 were saying that you saw being on the show as um something that that god has placed you at like a a, a time in life where god has really placed you to to do a mission to, and to show his love on on a show like this. So, um, how well do you think that that mission that you had of showing that love and, and t- using that platform to, to show God? How how easy was it to do that when you're in a show that you're trying to work on drama and things like that? Like, how how did that go? Thankfully, it really wasn't difficult. I didn't feel like I was having to fight to portray that. I think, you know, as a Christian you have the love of Jesus in you. And so it comes out naturally. You have that overflow that you can't help, but you know, share with people. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't just like in the scenes that I was trying to focus on like, okay, I want to encourage or I want to love or I want to serve. It was just kind of like the whole atmosphere, like even with the the production crew and Adam and, and whoever else was, was involved. It's just being yourself and like, you can share truth, you share truth, but you don't force it. You just kind of let, um, let God do the work and through you, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah just like in real life, you yeah. don't, you can't force into every relationship or no one's ever want to be around you. It's, you're, it's a, you ever yeah. heard of a Jesus juke? Like someone makes everything yeah. about Jesus. Like <laughs> yeah. you can't do that or yeah. no one's ever going to know about Jesus. You have to show it and then find the opportunities that are given. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Exactly. So do you, do you feel like your faith has grown through this process and, and how your life has changed dramatically over the last few years as to, as to where you are? You know, and you hear a lot of stories of people who, who lose their faith over a dramatic process like this and, and growing and getting notoriety and all those sort of things. So, so how, what has that experience been like for you just in your personal life, not necessarily on the show? I, th- I definitely think it's grown. I, every day, I, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn a little bit more or let him let him stretch me a little bit more this opportunity definitely stretched me I'll say that like I had to fully trust him knowing like I'm putting it out there and this could go Mm -hmm. any direction and honestly I thought there would probably be a lot more negative than than positive just because I didn't know if they were going to make me out to be this like weird Christian or Mm -hmm. you just never know and so I honestly was kind of going into it thinking like, all right, God, I'm sure like this is going to be really hard. 
so I'm just going to trust you with it. But he was so gracious in allowing it to be such a positive experience and and allow me to see how he's like impacted people through mm-hmm. the show and through music and stuff. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Well, before before we let you go, we want to do one more thing with you, if that's okay. Is we have a segment that we do a lot of times called Stupid Arguments. Your favorite candy. Worst vegetable. Best Disney song. It's now time for Stupid Arguments, where we argue about stupid things. And uh, we just argue over different things. And so with you being a reality TV star, we figured that we would uh, we would see what everybody's favorite reality TV show is that isn't Music City because we can't, we can't pick that one. So from any time in your life, and, and if you need a minute to think about what it would be, then one of us can, can go first. Yeah, why don't one of us go first? All right, you, you have yours? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Currently, like the my favorite reality show, like that I still kind of watch mm-hmm. now is Bar Rescue. Uh-huh. You ever watch Bar Rescue and Spike? <laughs> yeah, it's it's bar it's rescue. a it's a ripoff of Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, but it's just okay. in a bar specifically. Um, and I know that it's not very real, but I don't care. I would rather <laughs> live in the fantasy that it's not. But from when I from a long time ago, easily my favorite was um, Flavor of Love <laughs> with Flavor Flav. Do you ever watch that one? No, but. Almost just as bad. I watched The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. All I know is when is when pumpkin spit on New York's face. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> for anyone that's not has seen it. Like, like 15 I, years old. I remember now. being like, oh no. What's that? <laughs> New York thing going to play with that? But yeah, so that would probably be my flavor of love. It's probably one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh! I never got to watch that. Isn't that on like MTV or it was yeah. VH1? VH1 yeah. yeah, old yeah. person's version of MTV. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, so do you have a favorite, Jessica? I do. It's probably Bachelor, Bachelorette. Which, hey. yeah, it's such a guilty pleasure. I feel I know it's not. <laughs> what are the odds that you know they're falling in love mm-hmm. in two months? I don't know, but it is so entertaining, and I love like relationships and analyzing okay she's really not that into him but he's <laughs> totally, you know uh-huh yeah and you watch friends it's just the best yeah my wife loves that show and our sister they all watch it and together our mom. and our mom and so it's a lot of people really like it and every once in a while if she like misses it and she watches it late and i'm around and i'll like uh-huh. poke my head in and see what's going on and i'm like it's she doesn't actually it. like him <laughs> <laughs> i can see through her <laughs> yeah so for for me, my favorite all time reality TV show. Still, I you know what I I don't think I I don't know when was the last time I watched MTV besides for this one show, but uh, the challenge. Uh, real, it used to be Real World Road Rules Challenge. Real World Road Rules Challenge. Yeah, yeah. But um, the challenge is still, it's on now. I, I actually just got done watching it not that today? long ago. No, not today. <laughs> but like the, the season just ended like a week ago. And I, <laughs> Lauren and I watch it all the time. Do you know Do you know the challenge at all? I've, I don't think I've ever heard of it. What is really? it? So you know Real World, right? Yes. On MTV. So it used but- to be... Yeah, it, it used to be Real World, and then Road Rules was another MTV show, and then they had a reality show together where they would compete in games and all these sort of things. And it's, oh, the drama! Oh, the drama! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, all the drama. Go ahead. Like, it's basically like Survivor for MTV. 
Nice. Okay. So that's kind of the There's, idea. Was Real World like the original? I think it had to be one right. of the originals. I remember that from a long yeah. time ago. So, but I try to pose it as I watch it for the for the competition. But uh-huh. I I love the drama. You gotta it comes love up. <laughs> yeah. It really does. It sucks people in, and they get you get so involved because you feel like you know the people. And mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's really sweet being on Music City and hearing people like so concerned about how I'm treated and yeah. what you know what they want me to have and mm-hmm. it is it's cool like how you just get attached to somebody you have no idea who they are other yeah. than from the TV right right I mean the first thing that we asked you when we first got on was what's going on with Jackson <laughs> 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 we gotta and if he doesn't treat you right you let us know I will let you guys know. <laughs> we'll come and take care of it <laughs> so, Jessica, why don't you uh, let everyone know where they can find out more about you, about your music, about the show. Uh, Just give everyone some details on that. Okay, so my name is Jessica Mack, and you can follow me on any of my handles, social social media. Um, It's Jessica Mack Music, and I have a website, jessicamackmusic.com. My album, One Love, is out, and you can find it on any of the major outlets like iTunes or Amazon, Spotify, and uh, Music City is on CMT. I think they have it rerunning right now, and mm-hmm. so you can catch it at random times. But if you have DirecTV, you can find it on there. Mm-hmm. Or CMT.com, I think it, it kind of lets you figure out how you can watch it there, too. Nice. Now, are you? is there going to be a season two? Do you know any of that stuff yet? Or are you allowed to say any of that? It's okay if you can't. This is really exciting. We're actually going to find out tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. So... I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I have a good feeling about it, but they're just—I don't know. I can't give you a yeah. Ah, we want an exclusive, oh, but it's okay exclusive. because this episode will be released a week from tomorrow. So oh. by that time, let us know, and then we will will announce it on the podcast, <laughs> and it'll be breaking news on Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. <laughs> it will be breaking news a <laughs> week <laughs> old, <laughs> old. <laughs> a week old breaking news. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, they probably won't announce it even if they find out tomorrow. So it could gotcha. be breaking. Oh, there nice. we go. So, well, Jessica, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, share about your life. Your, I bet your life probably feels like it's an open book now at this point with everything that you got going on. But we appreciate you taking the time and we're excited to see uh, where your music career takes you. If you're ever over in, on the East Coast in Maryland, yeah. let us know. We'll come out. We'll bring some people. and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, We could have you on again and advertise and promote the show and all those sort of things. So. Love it. We would love to do that. So keep us in the loop. We're excited about everything going on in your life, and we're looking forward to seeing what seeing the new thing that God are doing that God is doing in your life. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, awesome. Eric. It was nice to meet you. Nice yeah. to meet you. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.